Greetings. I'm Matt Matthews, one of the pastors here at First Pres in Champaign, and I'm happy to welcome you to our media ministry. Join us in person. We're located at the intersection of Church and State Streets, adjacent to Westside Park in downtown Champaign. Our traditional worship service is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and on most of those Sundays, we offer French translation. Our contemporary services on Sunday begin at 11.15 a.m. When you come to First Pres, what you'll find, what I hope you'll find, is a community of people who support each other and who are passionate about making a difference in our community and beyond. You'll find relevant teaching for children and adults. We have at least a dozen Bible studies in small groups, including pickleball, that's right, pickleball, adult choir, a bell choir for all comers, and other programs and events designed to grow your faith and give you and me opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. This morning, I took the liberty of, cha- of selecting the scriptures, and I chose the Epiphany uh, scriptures that celebrate January 6th, which is coming up this Friday. But um, wanted to celebrate that with us now. So we'll do the Isaiah passage first, and then the Matthew passage. Listen for God's word. For a child has been born for us, a son given us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. And now for the Matthew passage in English. A visit from the Magi, chapter, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star in the east and have come to pay him homage. And when King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. And then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may go and pay him homage. When they heard the king, they set out and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen in the east until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their country by another road. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So I'm sharing with you a sermon titled, What We Hold, and it is a poem written by uh, the Reverend Lonnie Lacey. 
uh, and it is based on scriptures about a baby. So listen for his words. This may sound odd, but one of the most important things ever said to me when I was still training to be a pastor was this, honey, whatever you're doing, you gotta put that down and come hold this baby. What? Put it down and come hold this baby. He said, I was a brand new chaplain intern at Children's National Medical Center in Washington, D.C. I was all of 24 years old, just two years out of college. I had just arrived and been told that the floor I would be covering was the neonatal intensive care unit. I knew nothing. So there I was on my first day, my starchy white shirt, my coat and tie, my shiny new plastic badge, a clipboard in my hands, and a clueless expression on my face. I had no idea what I was doing. As I stood there watching those nurses tending those babies who were fighting for their lives. So I did what many of us would do. I tried my very best to look very busy and very important. By the way, if you ever want to look very busy and very important, just carry a clipboard and flip the pages up and down while you glance side to side. As a wise man once said, 60% of the time it works every time, but not on this nurse. Honey, she said, Whatever that is that you're doing, you got to put it down and come hold this baby. What? Put it down and come hold this baby. Let the record show that this nurse was no Virgin Mary meek and mild. Before I knew it, she had physically yanked the clipboard from my hands, spun me around by my shoulders, plopped me down in a rocking chair, and placed someone else's baby into my arms. There, she said, if you're going to be that baby's chaplain, that's what he needs you to do. Oh, okay, I said, but what else am I supposed to do? Nothing, she said. There's nothing else you can do. You just hold him and love him and pray. Turns out she was right. A huge part of how I learned to be a pastor was by holding babies in a hospital wing for an entire summer. And I'm going to borrow a baby right now. <gasps> Hi there, sweetheart. This is Violet. This is baby Violet. She is a beauty. And her parents are Kate and William, by the way. <laughs> the thing is, when you're holding a baby, there really isn't much else you can do. Oh, sure, we've come up with all kinds of ingenious ways to try to get around that. Baby wraps, baby slings, baby Bjorns. In fact, he says, when I later became a dad, I considered myself the reigning champion of holding a baby while also doing other things, like unloading the dishwasher. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's just true. When you're holding a baby, there isn't much else you can do except to hold it 
and love it and pray. And honestly, the baby can't do all that much either. The two of you just sort of melt into one another. You just sort of exist together. So maybe, just maybe, that's why you're here today. I don't know your business and I don't know your why you think you're here. I don't know what drew you out, got you dressed, brought you to this place. I don't know what you think it was, but I can tell you, I don't think it was a Facebook ad or a personal invitation. I don't think it was tradition. Whether or not you've come here for one thing and one thing only, to hold the baby. Whether you know it or not, there is another baby that we're talking about. I don't want to give her back. <laughs> if this is fussy, you guys are blessed, let me tell you. <laughs> Thank you for letting me borrow her. We have come here to hold the baby. Jesus is the one who has brought you here, and really, there is nothing else you can do. You just hold him and love him and pray. But be forewarned, my friends, for a time like this comes at great cost to hold this baby, this Jesus, whom we proclaim this day, means you're going to have to put some things down. When you hold this baby, nothing else matters. Everything else falls away. When you hold this baby, the warriors must put down their trampling boots and all their garments rolled with blood. The oppressors must put down their rods. The emperors must put down their censuses. The shepherds must put down their staffs. The judges must put down their gavels. The bankers, their pencils. The farmers, their plows. The surgeons, their scalpels. The journalists, their pens. The scholars, their books. The janitors, their brooms. The interns, their clipboards. The leaders, their egos. And when you hold and when you and I hold this baby, when we hold this Jesus, everything else must fall away. Our cell phones, our distractions, our ambitions, our rights, our wrongs, our hurts, our grievances, our power. Whatever that is you're doing, you got to put it down and come hold this baby. But here's the final twist. Here's the insane grace of it all. For all that you and I have to lay aside, for all the power we have to let go in order to hold this baby, the thing is, and don't you know, he has already gone first. Yeah, you and I have to give up a bit to hold a baby, to think of how much more you have to give up to be the baby. He could have come any way he wanted, as a mighty warrior, as a fearsome beast, as a petty king with swagger and prestige and power. But instead, this baby, this Jesus, came like this. Whatever it was he was doing, he put it down all those years ago so that he could come and rest right there next to your beating heart. So my friends, what is it? What is it that you get to lay aside even if just for this one day? The creator of your soul has put everything he had aside 
because all he ever really wanted was just to be with you. So whatever it is you're doing, put it down, come on and hold the baby. There is nothing else you can do. You just hold him and love him and pray. Amen. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week.